Hi there, it's your girl Victoria with a daily Bible reading. Today I shall be reading from the book of First Kings chapter 7 from the New International Version. It took Solomon 13 years, however, to complete this construction of his palace. He built the palace of the forest of Lebanon, a hundred cubits long, 50 wide and 30 high with four rows of cedar columns supporting trimmed cedar beams. It was roofed with cedar above the beams that rested on the columns, 45 beams, 15 to a roll. Its windows were placed high in sets of three facing each other. All the doorways had rectangular frames. They were in the front part in sets of three facing each other. He made a columnade 50 cubits long and 30 wide. In front of it was a portico, and in front of it were pillars and an overhanging roof. He built the throne hall, the hall of justice, where he was to judge, and he covered it with cedar from floor to ceiling. And the palace in which he was to live, set further back, was similar in design. Solomon also made a palace like this hall of for Pharaoh's daughter whom he had married. All these structures from the outside to the great courtyard and from foundation to eaves were made of blocks of high grade stone cut to size and smoothed to their inner and outer faces. The foundations were laid with large stones of good quality, some measuring 10 cubits and some it. Above were high great stones, cut to size and cedar beams. The great courtyard was surrounded by a wall of three courses of dressed stone and one course of trimmed cedar beams, as was the inner courtyard of the temple of the Lord with its particle. King Solomon sent to Tar and brought Humar, whose mother was a widow from the tribe of Naphtali, and whose father was from Tar, and a skilled craftsman in bronze. Huram was filled with wisdom, with understanding, and with knowledge to do all kinds of bronze work. He came to King Solomon and did all the work assigned to him. He cast two bronze pillars, each 18 cubits high and 12 cubits in circumference. He also made two capitals of cast bronze, to set on the tops of the pillars. Each capital was five cubits high. A network of interwoven chains adorned the capitals on top of the pillars, seven for each capital. He made pomegranates in two rows, encircling each network to decorate the capitals on top of the pillars. He did the same for each capital. The capitals on top of the pillars in the portico were in the shape of lilies, four cubits high. On the capitals of both pillars, above the bowl-shaped part next to the network, were the 200 pomegranates in rows in all around. He erected the pillars at the portico of the temple. The pillar to the south he named Jachin, and the one to the north Boaz. The capitals on top were in the shape of lilies, and so the work on the pillars was completed. He made the sea of cast metal, circular in shape, 
measuring 10 cubits from rim to rim and 5 cubits high. It took a line of 30 cubits to measure around it. Below the rim, gods encircled it 10 to a, a cubit. The gods were cast in two rows in one piece with the sea. The sea stood on 12 bulls, three facing north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. The sea rested on top of them, and their end quarters were lowered the center. It was a hand breadth in thickness, and its rim was like the rim of a cup, like a lily blossom. It held 2,000 bats. He also made 10 movable stands of bronze. Each was 4 cubits long, 4 wide, and 3 high. This is how the, the stands were made. They made side panels attached to uprights. On the panels between the uprights were lions, bulls, and cherub, and on the uprights as well. Above and below the lions were bulls wreaths of hammered work. Each stand had four bronze wheels with bronze axles, and each had a basin resting on four supports, cast with wreaths on each side. On the inside of the stand, there was an opening that had a circular frame, one cubit deep. This opening was round, and with its base work, it measured a cubit and a half. Around its opening, there was engraving. The panels of the stands were square, not round. The four wheels were under the panels, and the axles of the wheels were attached to the stand. The diameter of each wheel was a cubit and a half. The wheels were made like chariot's wheels. The axles, rims, spokes, and humps were all of cast metal. Each stand had four handles, one on each corner, projecting from the stand. At the top of the stand, there was a circular band, half a cubit deep. The supports and panels were attached to the top of the stand. He engraved cherub, lions, and palm trees on the surfaces of the supports and on the panels, in each, every available space with reeds all around. This is the way he made the ten stands. They were all cast in the same molds and were identical in size and shape. He then made ten bronze basins, each holding four bats and measuring four cubits across, one basin to go on each of the ten stands. He placed five of the stands on the south side of the temple and five on the north. He placed the sea on the southwest at the southeast corner of the temple. He also made the pots and shovels and sprinkled bowls, so Horum finished all the work at taken for King Solomon in the temple of the Lord. The two pillars are the bowl-shaped capitals on the pillars of the temple. The two sets of network decorating the two bowl-shaped capitals on the pillars. The 400 promigrates for the two sets of network. Two rows of promigrates for each network decorating the bowl-shaped capitals on the top of the pillars. The ten stands with their ten basins, and the sea and the twelve bowls under it, the pots, shovels, and shrinking bowls. All these objects that Homer made for King Solomon for the temple of the Lord were of burnished bronze. 
the king had cast them in clay molds in the plain of the Jordan between Sokoth and Zarethan. Solomon left all these things unweighed because there were so many, the weight of the bronze was not determined. Solomon also made all the furnishings that were in the Lord's temple, the golden altar, the golden table on which was the bread of the presence, the lampstands of pure gold, five on the right and five on the left, in the front of the inner sanctuary, the gold floor walk and lamps and tongues, the pure gold basins, wick trimmers, sprinkling bowls, dishes and censers, and the gold suckers for the doors of the innermost room, the most holy place and also for the doors of the main hall of the temple. When all the work King Solomon had done for the temple of the Lord was finished, he brought in the things his father David had dedicated, the silver and gold and the furnishings, and he placed them in the treasures of the Lord's temple. This is the end of the reading for today. May the Lord bless his word and may he lay a word in your heart today. In Jesus' name, amen.